Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Orange and blue sunset in my high here in Broncos country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky. What's up? I guess I wasn't fired after all. Yeah, wow. Well, not now. There's not a lot of uh, speculation. Yeah. Bro, well, I'm getting first, so much. First, we had it's Hank, like three Hank a day. fired. Yep. Now, well, no, Ryan, the speculation that I've seen hasn't been that you're fired. You're just uh, buffs only. Well, actually, someone said in our YouTube comments, like, oh, yeah, RK was fired. What? Like I a know. statement, not yeah. even a question. Yeah. And then <laughs> someone else was like, I thought he was like a co-owner or something. Could I, you be fired? I think so. But would that be like a firing or would it be like for the best of the company after I screwed up, I'm stepping down? Yaya said, I can turn this fan on. It's not loud. It's like the <laughs> loudest fan I've ever heard. They, they can, I'm sure. It's um, small too. And that thing packs a punch. Sure It'd does. be like sometimes like CEOs, like was, yeah. was it Mark Zuckerberg, like kind of fired or probably not. Probably so not I feel like him. somebody yeah. was. Okay. Please turn it off. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. That needs to stop. Oh, that go feels crazy. so good. Everybody keeps saying me the fired stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Like I woke up this morning and just another guy like, when are you leaving DMVR? <laughs> and I was like, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> um, I don't, I guess there's just like a vibe in the air that I was leaving. It's like, like I was just off one. I mean, I've been off a lot lately because of mm -hmm. other different things, but like Todd Davis being there yeah, and me yeah, not being yeah. there was like everyone was ready to to uh, yeah. say I was I was donezo. But no, I'm not donezo. Um, I guess no point in uh, in holding anything back from the people Beating around the bush. Yeah, I'll definitely be on less. Oh, um, and that is for a couple different reasons. Obviously, the Buffs has become a huge beat in its own. Without me, it's just Jake alone. Um, so you know that uh, that that side of things deserves some help, uh, and it's you know all of the content's been really successful. Um, additionally, I have a job for the the umbrella company of all this mm. um, as the VP of content for All City. Where can I go to buy Lex. some umbrellas? 
lot of uh, <laughs> some Walmart. A lot of you know fun projects and stuff going on there. Mm. Uh, Was and that then, a tease? Yes. And he just then, totally uh, ignored it. It's like you just said you have an umbrella company. I didn't say I have an umbrella company. I said, you you work for I the have umbrella a job company. for the umbrella exactly. company. And then finally, we just don't love having four on set. Oh, like it just whenever we do, it feels like it. We kill some of the flow of the show. Um, so flow that's that's show. just like an us thing because the Nuggets do it all the time. I don't yeah. know how they do it. Um, and that's the other thing. Wait, all let these... me finish. <laughs> so the combination of those three things, I'll still be on plenty. Good. Uh, but not every day as much anymore. It's like these people have never seen the Nugget Show, where you turn on and every day it's like, it's oh look, here's yeah. who the hell's this guy? Who's that guy? There's like six people rotating through. And yeah. there's kind of a, a fourth. I think you gave three reasons. There's a fourth is we've added some awesome people oh, that, that we want to that we want to rotate. Obviously, Todd Davis we announced that two days ago. Yeah. We don't um, even want to rotate him. Yeah, no, exactly. He's gonna be on <laughs> every a- day. Um, Alexis Perry, we yep. you guys know she's been on many times in the past week, and then you also know we got James Palmer coming through with Ooh. us fairly often. So um, I think the direction of this beat is uh, is is going really good places. I'm happy that no one's leaving. Oh yeah, this is only a good thing for DNVR Broncos. More resources, more great insights, um, and nothing. We're not losing anything. No, no, we're we're absolutely not. And uh, Russ. Wasn't losing anything today? I mean, he lost some things. Ah, uh, well, let's just get right to it. How back is Russ? Let's uh, hit it, you hear? Just, what if we didn't? No, we should. What we if we should. didn't play? What we if we didn't play this game? We should. Game? We should. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice one back down. Here we go. Can you go back up? Oh, oh, oh. Oh, dangerous. So people listen on podcast side. This is a three. Out of the five-point scale. Wow, clapping it up. If I had a little more room, I was going to back up and give a standing ovation, but I would have hit the wall and, like, knocked some shit off. Again? Cute. Yeah. Uh, I learned from my experience. <laughs> yes. um, I, uh, this is huge news. Yeah, but I asked Henry up before the show started, are we too nice with this? And uh, was your answer like, yeah, maybe. I was, I was torn between a two and a three and leaned three and thought you were going to say two, and I was prepared to go with it. Honestly, I almost asked you here, can we go right in between those, the, mm. the two and the three? And so that's probably where it should be, but that's progress from where it's been the last few days. So maybe the light clap, not the standing ovation, no. was the right move, Ryan. Standing mm-hmm. O. <laughs> I've, all, I've only been seeing ones. Yeah. 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 It's been a lot with of some ones. Twos. I think there's been one three. So this, honestly was probably Russ's second best day. But for the offense, I feel like today, the offense almost let Russell Wilson down as opposed to Russell Wilson letting the offense down, which kind of sucks. It's like you have Russell Wilson's maybe best day, which wasn't great, we're going to get into, but then the rest of the offense, for the most part, let him down. Okay. Sounds like a four to me. Yeah. <laughs> not a four. Not, not a four. Should we take Ryan and the listeners through oh the day? Let's go. So that maybe you Wait, can make up your mind. I have questions first. Yes. Oh. Um, who let him down the most? Um, the offensive line. Offensive line. Okay. Yeah. So where are we uh, in terms of panic button there? We're panicking. Um, or, I mean... I'm not panicking. 
Okay, yeah, so I guess my that's, hand. That's good. One I'm, panic, one. Yeah. No, I'm hovering. Okay. All right. Okay. The buttons right here. here. But yeah. like, start a camp. Oh, I'm a. I'm on a lounge chair at the beach with this offensive line. I'm like, it might not be a top five offensive mm -hmm. line, but this is going to be an above average offensive line. So to show you how far I've come, I've left the beach and now my hand is sitting above the panic button. I mean, wow. it, it's it's been a rough week. For how, the how far line. was the panic button from the beach? How far did you have to travel oh, just to get here? That? The, right here in Denver, Colorado. Oh, so you had on, to come all the way yes, from the nearest a, beach? A plane. You are so to close to pushing I'm that very button. very close. Like 99.9% .9 of the way. Yeah, wow. yeah, but I, it hasn't smashed yet. Okay. There's oh still goodness. some time, but we'll get into that in the second segment because huh. I've got a question to throw out there that pertains to this, which is freaky. Uh, someone's saying I'm such a downer these days. Hank, let's just take people through this okay. and just, to see where they're at. Speaking of the offensive line, um, well, I guess you want to talk about seven on Can seven. Can I just really respond quick. to the comment that you're a downer? Yeah. If Zach sounds like a downer, that should set that should set off some alarms. Mm. It's not about you; it's about them. Mm. That's I want to say. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> Hank, take us through seven on seven really quick. Uh, seven on seven. The least important thing that we well one on one's the least important seven on seven not as much emphasis as one on uh, as team but Russ had his best throw the in one seven on ones, seven the one on ones are funny for quarterbacks though because like there was one play where, like Jarrett Stidham the receiver like falls down he gets back up there's coverage all over and just like uh, just gotta like spike it at this guy's feet <laughs> like I'm not even gonna give him a chance um but yeah so seven on sevens uh so I will say I was watching the offensive line one on ones. So I, these are Zach's notes. Okay, I'll but, uh, take you through seven on seven. Oh, okay, that then. works too. Um, I'll very, chime in with what you think. <laughs> very first play of seven on seven, Russell Wilson complete to Jerry Judy, three yards down the field in the middle of the field. So there's no offensive line. Mm -hmm. So it's literally a five-yard throw. Still complete, but here's here's a, here's a something to follow. Short, quick decision. Okay. Okay? Yes, um, hand. It... If there was an offensive line, I would have bet money on that being batted away. Uh, it, Not because I saw it, but because it's a three-yard pass, and we've seen this over and over again. So it's interesting you bring that up. In the butt. If I was a coach <laughs> and I was doing seven-on-sevens, I would just put like some sort of barrier there. Which they have. Uh -huh. Okay. okay good. No, no, they no, no, use no, 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 no. I'm saying they have to their ability to yes. do, but they didn't do that. Why not? Mm -hmm. It's a great point. I think you absolutely do that. They have things that are six feet tall that would resemble an offensive lineman the whole, i realized the whole point of seven on sevens is understanding the progressions right right mm -hmm. but you also don't want to build bad habits of like oh that guy's gonna be open right there in the middle against this coverage i just right. gotta throw it to him. it's like <laughs> right. no there's a whole wall in front of you you will never have that well okay one out of a thousand times you'll have that in a game yeah where there's like that big of a gap so great point next play russ's best pass of the day Greg Dulcich running mm -hmm. down the seam. Mm. Uh, either a linebacker didn't drop back. That's what I want to say was. A linebacker didn't follow him or something because he was wide open. Justin Simmons sprinting over to try to get there in time, but no chance he would have got there before the ball. Complete to Greg Dulcich, 30 yards down the field. Justin Simmons probably would have tackled him at the 20, but if not, it would have been a 50-yard touchdown. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, and that's the reason why you run seam routes um, because – linebackers can't cover greg dulcich 30 yards down the field yep yep um so you know whether i don't obviously you guys would know better than me but it's also hard to write everything down when you're taking notes like whether it's cover three or cover four there's usually gonna be a gap in the defense yeah. that far down the field in the seam so that's that's exactly what you want from greg dulcich like you're just 
praying, crossing yeah. your fingers that you're getting that multiple times a game from Greg Dulcich. That is mm -hmm. what Greg Dulcich is for in this offense. And uh, credit to Russell Wilson for finding him because people are concerned. Can he not see in the middle of the field? He did find that. It again, he was wide open, but it was at, it was a very good pass from Russ, mm -hmm. so that was good to see. Um, then Russ had a completion for five yards. This was a dump off to a running back coming out of the backfield. Tyler but, Beatty. Yep, Tyler According Beatty. According to your notes. Uh, your yes, boy. it was Tyler yeah. Beatty, number 36. Um, and then he ended that with a completion to Cortland Sutton on the left side for 10 yards with Damari Mathis in coverage. Um, so no balls hit the ground okay. on this. So good start. Good start. Also, um, Henry, yesterday we were talking off camera about the throw, like the throw of camp, that, or you were saying like the longest completion he had was uh, to Cortland Sutton. Yep. Video came out of that. That was a dime. It was. Yeah. Because you were saying, like, yeah, it was a solid throw, but, like, Cortland made the play. I think it was one of those ones where it was just, like, he put okay. it in a spot where Pat couldn't do anything about it. So, okay. to, to be fair to Henry, oh, we would at, at, at Yeah. At this point in practice, we would have been able to see that for most of practice. But this point in practice, we were on the far field field level, so we couldn't really tell. Yeah. Um, I was relayed the information that Henry heard as well. So we were just given bad info by someone. You saw the video. I did. Though, right? I did. And mm -hmm. it, it was a perfect pass. It's about, yeah, it's and then Cortland's feet were absolutely in bounds. Um, we were also told that maybe one of his feet was out. <laughs> Justin um, Simmons was adamant. Uh, Justin was very adamant. And Justin was wrong there. So bad information. Okay. So court. So Russ not only started hot, but then. He was dapping people uh -oh. up. I was, was like, oh, it. swaggy back. Swaggy <laughs> Russ is back. I was even wondering if there was a let's ride thrown out on no. the field from Russ because he was feeling it. And I'm like, maybe this really is what he needed. The confidence boost. Because that's kind of what 7-on-7 seven seven is. It's supposed to be for the offense to look good. And it helps to give a quarterback a little confidence boost. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Team period. First play of team period. Russell Wilson drops back and is likely sacked by Nick Benito. Nick Benito mm -hmm. put on a tight end, but Nick Benito, Troutman. yep, Troutman, he beats him. Probably a sack, but it didn't impact Russ to the extent where, like, this would have impacted Russ. Russ throws a pass to uh, Jerry Judy about 10 yards down the field, and it falls two yards short of Jerry. And so it's like, oh, no, like the accuracy issues are back. Yep. And then the next Hold play. On. I can't let this go. Ashton said, Mesa hasn't, Dulcich hasn't had a good camp. Why is this report so different? That we was were talking one play. about one play. <laughs> I would say Dulcich, in my opinion, the first half of camp so far was like non-existent. Mm -hmm. I would say he has heated up the past two or three practices. Cool. So I, if May said that three days ago, I would agree with him. Yeah. Or even if he said it two days ago, three bad and one exactly. good, you know, whatever. A hundred percent. That was one play. But the, the next play, run play. Uh, Nick Benito again. once again beat uh, Tommy Hudson around the edge for a tackle for loss. And Zach Allen was also in there because he's Zach Allen. Big Benito day. Yeah, big Benito day. Then the next play. I like that. Another one. He did have three sacks in a joint practice last year. You know, I have to like... <laughs> right, right around this time. But still, you, if Nick Benito turns out to be good, it would be like finding $50 in your pocket. Oh, mm. it absolutely would be. After eight months of thinking like man i lost 50 bucks like you knew you yeah, lost yeah. it yeah mm -hmm. um and then the next play russ scrambles for five yards some people said it was a sack i don't know but he got out of the pocket and scrambled okay like not terrible not not great that was the end of that team period henry let's move mm -hmm. on to the next team period which you said wasn't very good 
Uh, yeah. Let's see. So first play, Russ drops back, uh, steps up in the pocket. I can yeah. see it now. There was like a lot of chaos yeah, going on back there. there. He's like steps up, finds yeah. some clean space, and Jerry's like coming across the middle. Jerry's open. He hits him straight in front of him, picks up like 12 yards. Yep. That and was what, a good play. It, it was a good play. And what I loved about that was Russ stepping up in the pocket, feeling the pocket, because we talked about a play two days ago mm-hmm. where there was not even chaos in the pocket, but Russ yeah. freaked out, turned his back to the defense, which you just can't do. And so whenever I see something going on in the pocket, I'm like, how is Russ going to react? This time, it was the right decision, steps up, and I mean, it was a shortstop throw. It was, you know, he runs and then just launches it to Jerry. Jerry catches best. it. Great. Very, very good. Mm-hmm. Next one, though. This was the funniest play of the day. Oh, tell me about it, because I don't remember anything funny about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's a screen pass. Oh, Ken- no. No, 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 no. You're missing one. No, 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 no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I think you're missing one. What do you have? The pass to 87. Oh. Oh, yeah. I guess I don't write them all down. Uh Who's this guy? He's writing all of our notes, detailed notes where you don't miss anything. Well, yeah, because I don't care about a little pass to Tommy Hudson. Yeah, so this was a pass to Tommy Hudson. Uh, Russ held on to the ball way too Tommy long. Tommy Hudson's sneaky had a good week. All right. He's not making the it team. It sounds like a... I think Albert O's in danger. So is Tommy Hudson. Oh, definitely. Yeah. More in danger. But it sounds then, I think like if keep you forward. like buy a Hawaiian shirt from Kohl's, like that would be the brand. Tommy yeah. Hudson, of yeah. course. You're that does so kind of right. sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> what is... Uh, yeah, oh, what, Tommy Bahama. Yeah, 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 with the mm-hmm. logo just a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Russ holds on to the ball way too long, then rolls left, and then misses Tommy Hudson. So he held on to the ball too long, and it was not the best pass, not a good play. Then this one, I see where the funny's coming here. Yeah, this is the screen pass. You've got Kendall Hinton out there blocking. Didn't go great. Um, but so then they throw the ball to Brandon Johnson, who's in the slot, and he catches the ball. And Pat Sertan is just flying in, like flying so fast. In. Like, I don't even know how you get up to speed in that amount of time, but he's running as fast as I've ever seen a person run and can't stop fast enough. And so t- uh, Brandon, Brandon goes down. Um, and if it was a real game, like he would have lost a lost limb or head. A, 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 yeah. potentially head. Yeah, yeah, even worse. Is that a, doesn't matter if that's a limb. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was <laughs> awful. And it's not really Russ's fault. His job is to throw the screen. It's more just a great yeah. play by Pat. But yeah. holy Someone's cow. Someone's got to block him. Yeah, would yeah. have been my plan. Yeah, yeah, maybe scratch that one out. So what? Ha- like, so he there was just a collision. Everyone was okay though. Yeah, Everyone was fine. He, he Brandon Johnson went to the ground, and that was with Pat really, really, really pulling up. And Pat was hyped. Oh yes. Ooh, also, real quick, how did Taylor Grimes do in the chat? We usually usually you have to pay for these. This is your one today. Wow. Um, <laughs> super chat. We need super chats. For the third time, he beat Justin Simmons in one-on-ones. He's three wow. for three against Justin Simmons. And this time, in like... one-on-ones, though. Definitely. But, like, Justin Simmons went to the ground. Justin Simmons had both hands on the ground on, like, a slant route what after did, he got cooked. What did Taylor Grimes do in team yesterday? Taylor Grimes, there was a screen. Just one bad. There was a... Oh, he did bad. fumble. Oh, yeah, we're probably not. Got your back, Taylor Grimes. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Henry spilled the beans there, you, so... Make sure to call Henry. Set him up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, and then the last play of that team period was probably was was the best play from the offense in one play in team. It this, was today. Camp. No, today, today, okay. today. Third best in camp from the starting. Third offense. best in camp, and just to tell you how much the offense has struggled, Samaj P. Ryan coming out of the backfield. Five-yard cut, busted coverage, 
wide open. He catches like, it. Texas route or what? Yeah, no. essentially. Just yeah. Flat. Yeah. Oh, just so that, um, yeah. And some busted coverage somewhere. I don't know how. Wide open. He probably would have ran for 20 yards. The coverage just kind of like, like dropped off with the crossers behind him. Just right. snuck him right out. Cover and when that's your best play, one of your, your best plays of the day, but then your third of camp, it just shows you where the offense has been. Um, now, Russ did find the check down, which, which is good. Um, let's get into the most interesting part of camp. And mm. well, yeah, actually, maybe part of camp. Yeah, uh, was interesting part on, of camp. On top of today. Happened today. Yes. I think so. Definitely. Because like, even Sean Payton was pumping it up yesterday. So Can't wait. Yeah, so far. It. So far. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Game Time because if you want to go to Denver Broncos training camp practices, you have to get a ticket. And uh, the place you go for Broncos training camp practices is an absolute nightmare. Oh. You want to go someplace that is like great with tickets? It's our friends over at Game Time. Whether you want to mm. go to a Broncos game this year, whether you want to go to Nuggets, Avs, Rockies right now, concerts, Game Time has it all. And they're going to give you $20 off and also not confuse you with all these BS fees. They have an all-in button. You click that, you know exactly how much you're paying. So you don't like get to that end screen ready to go to something. And then you're like, why is this double the price that Mm -hmm. it told me? No, you're not going to mess around. So check out Game Time and use that code DNVR when you download the Game Time app to get $20 off your first purchase. That's code DNVR over at Game Time. I was looking at tickets. Um, they've dropped like ten bucks in the last few weeks for this first preseason game. You can get oh, them for less than forty bucks. And nice. if you uh, if you wait till right before that game, yeah, for a preseason game, I guarantee that you can find a ticket for twenty dollars or less. Ooh, we or don't. what? What is this? See, I was worried you were gonna say <laughs> or what, and that's why I couldn't decide whether to say guarantee. You'll cover the difference. I mean, it'll be 20 bucks. What if there's like a thousand people who all <laughs> get one dollar? It's like, oh, 21, 21, 21. First I just person, guarantee it. First person that screenshots you and says, look, this is there the cheapest ticket okay. I can get. There we go. Okay. You cover the difference. It's going to be uh, like $11. Man. That's true. That is true. Um, we also have a bunch of other really that's cool Hank's partners. Guarantee. Yeah. yeah. Including yeah, there's bet- a game time guarantee. There's a Hank guarantee. I love the game time guarantee. Bet365. I, uh, my action hasn't been super action packed recently just because it's baseball season and we can debate whether that's a sport or not a different time. Um, but last night wow. football returned and what I decided was I'm not going to lose a bunch of money on this game because that would be embarrassing. People on Twitter would be like, Oh, who's betting on this? And I'd be like, God oh, damn. Now I know they're talking about me. So what I did was I took the over, I took the Browns to win uh, I was going to take the plus two, then click the wrong button and didn't realize till after the game, nice. which luckily that worked out. Otherwise, I would have been disappointed. Parlayed that with the women to win the World Cup, which their odds are kind of juicy right now because they've been so terrible. I hope you're right. I hope so too. I don't think so. But what happens is, um, I guess I won't say how much I put on it, but I can win. It was 20 to one odds on all of it. So now I just got 20 to one odds instead of the four and a half on the women to win the World Cup. Wow. Yeah. So now I have a good reason to be awake at 3 a.m. I think it's 3 a.m. Sunday morning. Oh, it's 1 a.m. until 3 a.m. That's what it is. Wow. Um, so much cool stuff on Bet365. You can put all your props in. A uh, Cortland Sutton's receiving yards as of yesterday was still set at 700 and a half. Oof. Despite the Tim Patrick news, maybe Oof. jump on that one. Um, but to go check it out. They are our favorite place to go bet. And if you use the code DNVR365, you can deposit $10 and you'll claim 
$200 in bonus bets as soon as you place a bet for $1. So download the Bet365 app. Use the code DMVR365 when you sign up. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. And please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, uh, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Dylan, to be fair, uh, using game time has been more exciting than the Broncos for the last six weeks. <laughs> I think I've been pretty pumped up about the Broncos <laughs> in this first 30 minutes yeah. of this podcast. Also, quote says other reports giving more favorable views for today. I mean, there's no scoreboard out there, so it's not yeah. like there's a definitive, hey, this was right, this was wrong. Like You mm-hmm. have to go off of what you saw in your eyes, but everyone's mm-hmm. going to see it a little differently. And we went three of five. We're I think t- that's a- if uh, somebody said like four or five, it's that's only one away. We're telling you everything that happened. <laughs> yes. let, I mean, let us know how good this is after you hear everything that, that happened. Ryan, right now, how do you think Russ has been? Three of five. Three of five. Okay, there <laughs> yeah, we go. Exactly. And this is the most exciting part. Yeah, this is the most exciting part of practice up till this point in oh, camp. Oh, yeah. The two-minute drill. It's the first mm. time the Broncos have done move the ball. So not only is it move the ball, but it's two-minute drill, mm. and this is how it's set up. This is set up for me to maybe say it was a four. Hmm. Let's see where you're at. <laughs> Two opportunities okay. for Russell Wilson. First one, 13. Okay, no, that's incorrect. Um, first one, because they, never mind. First one, minute 48 left on the clock. Okay. Offense is down sixth. Sixth in the, six. <laughs> They're down, down sixth. Sixth. Down sixth. Sixth. In the fourth. That's okay, what confused me. Ah. So, you have to have a touchdown. Touchdown or nothing. Um, yep. Ball at their own 25. Two timeouts. Dose. So got to go 75 yards, minute 48, use the sideline, and use two timeouts. Okay. First play doesn't happen. False start. Sick. I think Mike McGlinchey. It was Mike McGlinchey. Hank had a better angle than me. More like Mike yeah. McGlinchey. Who has been Which that. is exactly what Cody Bork said. Damn and it. I wasn't going to use it. I was like, I can use it. I'm, I might use it and credit him. But he actually said it before the false start even happened. He was like, you know, if he has a lot of false starts this year. And then bang, this happens. But yeah, wow. we should say. Garrett Holds and Mike McClinchy. I stayed not, up bad. on top that's of the hill to see all this. Okay. And missed the media availability. But that's why there's two of us. One can do each. Sure. Yep. 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 We One did. person can see. One people. One person can ask. So does this kind of remind you of last year mm-hmm. already? Just off, yeah. off the gun, you're already putting yourself in bad position. So because it's moved the ball, Sean's going to hold them to that. First and 15 from their own 20. Now got to go 80 yards, minute 48 left on the clock. The issue is... Was Sean pissed when they fall started? Well, how do you think he felt? After another false start. <laughs> no. Another false start. <laughs> yep. I think Greg Dulcich. It was Greg Dulcich. It was Greg Dulcich. It was Greg Dulcich. Greg Dulcich. Another like Greg Dulcich. Another false start. First and 20. Russell Flinchin. He can't have false starts. Yeah. It's yeah, too good. That's true. First and 20. First and 20. <laughs> From the 15, you've got to be freaking uh, kidding me. They get this playoff? Not Russ's fault. They, exactly. Not Russ's fault. They get the playoff, and Russ throws a pass for three yards. Okay. So to who? Where? Uh, Smaj P. Ryan. Uh, short right. That's right. And yeah, and he was like, oh, should I take the one yard gain, step out bounds? Should I jump inside, try to make it? He stayed in bounds. Yeah, that's yeah. That was Probably would have broken the tackle in the real game. We'll give him that stay, bonus. Stay tuned. Wait, We're was Sean think- losing his mind after the second false start? Good question. I guys. could not see. I didn't see him. I didn't notice been it. able to hear him. So we'll talk about what he said after practice. We will talk about that. Because, yeah. yes, he was clearly losing his mind, whether he was actually 
doing it um, publicly mm -hmm. um, with his actions. You just saw smoke somewhere in camp. Yeah, like, exactly. That that was him. Second down and long. Russ looking for someone who knows who because the ball was tipped at the line of scrimmage by Jonathan Harris and then picked off by Randy Gregory. Yeah, it just like floated in there. It was like a fly ball. And like Randy's like running out there, like getting under it. No one like blew him up. Nah, I think they were confused. So talk about that's disaster. It's it's the most Brian. I think that's the word I used. It's the most disastrous situation you can have. It's embarrassing. It's awful, and it reminds you too much of last year. Literally, you can't have a worse two minute drill. Now, not all Russ's fault. Yep. Which why the offense kind of let Russ down more today than Russ let them down. And that's also just a good play by Jonathan Harris. Yeah, also it, it, it is. No balls hit the ground in seven on sevens. Important clarification. Yes, there were a lot of other balls on the ground. Yeah, although that um, one didn't hit the ground. No, Randy Gregg didn't got it. But that is a play where like some people might say it wasn't that bad of a day. Some people might say bad day. It's like it's his fault. It gets tipped. In general, you're like, no, it's just kind of bad luck. But also, it happens more to short quarterbacks. So maybe that's like a him thing make your own decisions we sure. only have the information we're not telling you what to think and it's hard if something <laughs> is so disastrous that ends in an interception that there's no fault on the quarterback no there's always a little bit of fault to go around mm -hmm. um and also sometimes you just have to t tip your cap to the defense yeah. yeah i think henry makes a good point there where it's like you never want to blame the quarterback for a batted pass like you can't mm -hmm. throw from outside of the pocket on every play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That being said, it does happen a little bit more to Russ. Just an unfortunate side effect of having a shorter quarterback. It is. Um, but in the end, it's like, okay, rank that scale or rank that play on a scale of one to, to five for Russ. Like, is it a two or a three? Or do you just not even include it? Just yeah. be like, oh, it got batted. Like, throw it out. I don't know. So then someone in the comment section saying, so what did Russ do that was better today? To kind of oh. pick himself up. Well, I said he had two opportunities with the two-minute drill. Second two-minute drill, Sean probably pre-planned this, but he's like, I'm going to help the offense out here. We're going to start at the 38 instead of the 25. Okay. And so if they get two false start penalties in a row, they're at the 28. <laughs> there you go. Still better. <laughs> uh, minute 29 left. Down mm -hmm. three. So he's also helping him out. Mm -hmm. Only needs three. And I believe this was the second quarter. So... Uh, Maybe it actually wasn't. That part no, doesn't matter. No, it was fourth quarter. It was fourth. Okay. Yep. One timeout, though. So he he does hurt him there a little bit. And uh, here's my biggest takeaway from today. Russ operated the way he has to mm. in a Sean Payton offense. And what I mean by that is let me take you through these plays. First play, quick throw for one yard. <laughs> Didn't get out of bounds. It, it was an out route. To Troutman. 82. Yeah, to Troutman. Flat. Okay. Sounds like we need to have a conversation with the offense about um, yards versus time in two-minute drill. And that's also with, like, the play call, too. And yeah. the decision-making by Russ too, and the wide receiver or tight end who catches it, 100%. So it doesn't make sense. So you're sitting at second and nine, and the clock is running. It's like, just have that be an incompletion. Again, not all on Russ. Then next one. You get a quick pass for three yards to the right side. Exact same Troutman in the flat. So it's just that straight arrow to the to the sideline yep. kind of route. Inbounds. Yep. Again, clock's running. Sure is. Clock's ticking. Third so and six. At this point, it, you said it. What was the time? Well, what did it start uh, at? 129. So now we're well under a minute. After yep. this next play, there's 50 seconds. 50 seconds, okay. yep. Which is a quick. And the, the, to be fair to the offense, they're moving quick. They're okay. getting to the line. Mm -hmm. Russ is snapping the ball. Third and Third six. Third and six. 
Jerry Judy yep. runs a hitch route. He's on like the right sideline. It's Demarian coverage. Um, just like run, 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 bang, stops, turns quick, seven yards, and steps out of bounds. Nice. Boom. Yeah, that's yeah. how it's done. Oh, let's go. It's 50 like, seconds okay. left, and okay. they're at the uh, their own 49 yard line. Yeah. Not that that matters. Too. First and 10, blitz comes, Russ just throws it away. Good decision. Yes. Yeah. It was quick, too. He made the decision quickly, mm-hmm. threw it away, boom. K1 and PJ just coming in. Yep. Whew. Second, they're fast. Second and 10, because we saw something recently, not today, recently, mm. where a blitz was brought and Russ just lost his mind. Didn't know what to do, <laughs> even though there was probably someone open because a blitz was brought. So I really like yeah. seeing that decision making from Russ. Any it's, chance, just trying to paint the picture in my head, any chance of a grounding on this throwaway? I could not see. No, I think there was I a receiver over that, there. Okay. okay. Yeah, um, there was definitely a receiver. Second and 10. He hits Sutton for six. Out of bounds. Like, he caught it, but then ran out of bounds. Nice. I was like, okay, good. Good. Like 43 now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Third and four. Run with Javante Williams up oh, the middle. Yeah. And they pick up the first down. Burn one. That was one of those. So, who, oh, I was talking to Nick Ferguson before. He's like, you know, these refs are out here today. You know what's going to happen. The Sean's going to go to the refs. And he's going to say, you know what? This offense needs, like, a little boost. Like, I'm, he's an offensive coach, so he's going to tell him to help him out. So, what happens is, Javante runs. The refs say, nope. Fourth and inches. Like he didn't get it. He's like right there. And then I'm, I don't know if there was a conversation. I don't know what happened, but then I look back and 10 seconds later, it is no longer fourth and inches. It's first and 10. And Nick comes over and is like, what I tell you? <laughs> uh, see, I didn't, I didn't pick that up being where I was. So I'm glad we had yeah. your angle. So then first and 10 from the defense's 45 yard line. Yeah, sometimes the flat routes is all the defense is giving you. That is true. Yep. But when you're in two minute drill and the boundary is being protected, you just don't, you just, don't take it. Yeah, yeah, you'd rather have an incompletion than a one-yard gain and the clock still running. hundred percent. Honestly. First and 10. I don't have the time. I know after this play, it was 13 seconds. Okay, I don't have the time So, either. like, 19, 45 18. seconds. Or from the 45. The yep. defense is 45. And this is Cortland Sutton on an out route. Um, On D-A-T. On Pat. That's a P. On, on Pat. I'm sorry. Yep. This is from the 34. Second and three. But yes, it, the oh, Anthony second Thomas three. was out there. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, so second and three. Next play. Another big, big, big billets. It's another Cortland Sutton out on Pat. The exact same play. And yep. once again, gets a little bit of separation. Um, because of the pressure, Russ just sails it a tiny bit. And I thought Cortland should have had it. He like is on the sideline. He goes up with one hand and like kind of bobbled it with one hand. And for some reason, didn't I make the choice he used to. I think it that's really looked the like one he, thing where I had a better angle than you. I okay, thought so he had it. On either way. I had it. I, I don't know. Up until the time when he didn't catch it, I was like, oh, yeah, they just completed this pass again. Okay. Okay. So then we're looking at third and three with eight seconds left. Yes. I believe. And from the 34, so they're okay. in position for a 52 yard field goal right now. Third yeah, and so three. Just run it. No timeouts. No timeouts, though. Eight oh, seconds yeah. left. How do, they um, used it after it on the, run. the Javante run. Then I thought they, oh, they only had one? Yes. For this one, they only uh, had one. They had um, then they just threw it away. Okay. Um, it was like a throwaway so that you can make sure there's no time left for a kickoff mm-hmm. after or anything. There's another big blitz, too. And then Brett Maher comes out. 52-yard field goal for the tie. He misses. They lose for a second straight time. He nails it. Hey. He nails it. Hey. We're we going to overtime. We're going to overtime. So, so, of course, they went out and played overtime, right? No, 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 no. Practice over. They practice. ran and did sprints. Yeah. To <laughs> practice like a game, right? When it's overtime, you just. End. I, that makes me so sad when those 
when like a practice like that ends without a winner. Yeah. 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 I'm like and I needed to know. I need for this <laughs> podcast I'm doing yeah. afterwards. <laughs> I need so to true. say someone won. Sean could have had our back yep. there. Um, so a couple of big takeaways from that two minute thing. One is what we just talked about that last series and kind of where Russ had success today was working in Sean Payton's offense. If he is going to be in the pocket, which he shouldn't be in the pocket much, but you can't have Russ rolling every single play throughout a season. You can't Mm -hmm. defenses will crush you for that. So when he's in the pocket, he just needs to throw the ball right away, throw it right away. And Sean needs to help him with that. And today we saw that we saw that Russ is able to operate from the pocket, but it's got to be extremely quick decisions. And you know what? Russ isn't going to be able to go one, two, three, four, five, Mm -hmm. like a Peyton Manning, like a Tom Brady, like the great quarterbacks can do the pocket passers. Uh, He can go one, two, throw away. Or run. Or run, but not try to stay in the pocket. Because when he tries to stay in the pocket, he just freaks out. Mm -hmm. And we saw that on that two-minute drill. We saw it in seven-on-seven with just some quick, quick decisions. So I was very encouraged to see that he can do that. Because we know he can win outside the pocket, but in the pocket – I was encouraged. Yeah, I think so. Um, a lot of it is, is very similar to the rest of camp where you don't really have a choice but to throw it short because there's just nothing open deep. Yeah. There's just nothing there. And and a lot of the sacks, a lot of the pressure, you just look at and say like, well... Are they not giving them man looks? Not much. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're giving him some, but even then, like you've got Pat Sertan on one side and Jerry, Jerry has gotten the better of Damari in camp. But Damari's really held his own in those situations too, and that's been kind of the common matchup. So, it's just like you're talking about uh, earlier, like a blitz which brought two defensive mm-hmm. backs. Shmi tells me everyone else is is in single cover. They were just there so fast. Like I mean, I, it felt like yeah. I don't even think it was a full second. It was like a half second because you just got K1 and PJ, and then just bang. And Russ has no choice but as soon as he sees it coming, just to get Bro, rid of yeah, it for sure. Yeah. So that was one of the big takeaways. The other big takeaway was the Broncos were 29th in pre-snap penalties on offense and on defense last year. And Sean Payton pointed that out to our uh, very well-known journalist, Jared Bell. In oh, that yeah. article. Ah, yes. Sean pointed that out specifically and said that has to change. It has not changed, as we saw today, with back-to-back false starts, which killed the offense. He said after practice that, or he told us, that he just finished talking to the team about it. So he was pissed about it because that's how he ended practice was talking to the team about it. Then I asked him, how do you coach pre-snap penalties out? And he said, and I said, is it something in the meeting room, something on the field? And he said, well, and paused for like five seconds. It was a very long pause Mm -hmm. because he was waiting. I think he was processing, do I go this way or not? And he said, you can only teach it so much. If it continues, you pull them. You take Mm -hmm. them off the field. And we're at the point where... I mean, it's McGlinchey's the guy he's talking about. Like, it's been McGlinchey who's been jumping so much during training camp. And we haven't really talked about it because it's like, ah, there's like a random offsides at one point today. But then when it happens today in the two-minute drill, it's been happening. This is like at least the third or fourth, I believe, of camp. Yeah. Just like, it makes sense that Sean would say that. Yeah, and to me, this is just, you know how Sean also told Jared Bell, whatever they did last year, we're doing the opposite. There were no consequences last year for anyone on or off the field under Nathaniel Hackett. Melvin Gordon fumbles. Ah, you're the starter next mm-hmm. week. It's okay, man. Just keep your head high. No, you got to have consequences, be, n- not necessarily just to punish someone. Well, yes. Well, that too, but also because they are hurting you. 
Yeah. If 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 Mike McGlinchey's having a false start every quarter, it doesn't mean you have to come out and bench him for the rest of the season. But you bench him for a half, you bench him for a game to show him it's not okay, and then just to see who the backup is and see if that's going to benefit you more in the long run. What's the word that we always use about teams who get a lot of penalties? Raiders. <laughs> What's something that the Raiders normally are? Uh, Losers. Undisciplined. undisciplined. Oh. Think about that word. Yeah, yeah, you're They're right. not disciplined. <laughs> yes. How do you make a team more more disciplined? You discipline you them. You discipline them. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, yeah, they don't need to be treated like kids and like put in timeout. Right. But the, there's, it's you can't just tell a guy like, hey, just so you know, you're not supposed to move until they snap the ball. Like that's the that's the end of coaching <laughs> pre-snap yeah. penalties. Yeah. It's not like there's a technique to this or anything like that. It's like, just don't fucking do it. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. And so then if they do it. The only way to make them not do it is by making them think, okay, I really don't want to do this because every time I do, I get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. We've got to a weird point in this podcast where, for some reason, people think they need to raise their hand to talk. Henry did it earlier today. Yahir just did it now. Oh. I thought it was kind of nice. <laughs> I, I do it because I'm behind camera, so it's a little bit different. But I did put a poll out there, which one oh. would you rather have? Uh, false start penalties or delay of game penalties? Because I thought it was really funny. 80... <laughs> 83% said false start penalties over delay of game penalties. Because I think people are just scarred from last year with, oh, the, sure. with the counting down the play clock. I thought you kind of like run the clock down more. Like kind of like the good defense, you just run the ball a lot, shorten the game. Mm, so you'd want false start. Delay of game penalties delay are game. way more frustrating. Definitely. Because you're just watching the clock like, come on. <laughs> come on. Exactly. <laughs> they are more frustrating for sure. Oh, man. Um, yeah. That's a good poll. Thanks for raising your hand, you here. I'm chiming in. We I, appreciate your class Well, raise your hand before you talk. He's talking to me. <laughs> raise your hand. I only raise the hand when I want to be, when you're not speaking to me, because I want to say something that I'm doing out here. Okay. I'm just going to talk. I'm just Is that all we got? I'm, yeah. just gonna, I'm, I'm just muting. <laughs> good. He's muted. Um, but, Sean, I actually believe him. When he says, I'm going to pull someone yeah. out. And maybe it's for a series because obviously Mike McGlinchey, you're paying $17.5 million to, you're probably going to play him. But if anyone's going to pull a guy, whether it's McGlinchey, whether it's Quinn Miners, who's on a rookie contract right now, um, it, he, it's going to be Sean Payton. Totally. And that has to happen on the offensive side and on the defensive side. Too many jumping off sides and things. It can't happen. So I just, I love that from Sean. Yeah. And like, it, it seems almost silly sometimes to just be like, yeah, the way to coach that is to give a guy an earful or to make him sit out, you know. Yeah. But there's no other options. Yeah. No, I I totally agree. Okay, we just went through everything from Russ, Ryan. Every every single pass. So don't come at us for being negative. <laughs> we just told you every single pass. Make up your own mind. We decide that all of that, three of five, make your own decision. People have been mad on Twitter. Oh damn! Mute. Raise up. your there's hand. No Raise your hand. Um, there's no way you could go to a four. There's no touchdowns, right? None. No. Still, I don't think we've seen a touchdown through nine days of camp. I kid you not. From Russell Wilson. So how? Man, it's so different from my seat. How could anyone be mad at you guys? <laughs> and that's why. I mean. <laughs> It's been a tough start for Russ. And yeah. we talked about it with Todd on Wednesday. None of us are pressing the panic button um, mm -hmm. for Russ right now. But 
concern. There's Ab- only so absolutely. much time. Absolutely. Yeah. One week from today is that first uh, preseason game. I think Todd said it right. And I think it's probably the best time frame to have. What's the offense look like after the first preseason game? Then combine that with the first two whole weeks of training camp. Yeah. And hopefully we get to see Russ play in that game. Yeah, we mm-hmm. still don't know about that. Sean yeah. said he makes that decision at the beginning of game week. So next Monday, we should know. Mm-hmm. I would have to imagine he needs to play. Um, He's doing the opposite of what Hacken did. He's playing. And so, again, it almost feels like to me it would be impossible to achieve a four without a touchdown. It'd be tough for sure. Like, I mean, I guess if you were 14 of 14, you hit some deep ones, some middle ones, you know, like right, you could get right, there. Right. But it would have to be a really good practice to then say, yes, it's – uh, he had a, you know, one notch away from the best thing that we offer um, without throwing a touchdown. So I think three is exactly where he should be. Yeah. No major mistakes. Um, the one, you know, interception is just yeah. bad luck. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the, the ball bouncing the wrong way off a of hand. Um, pretty, I think the completion percentage sounds like it was pretty solid. Yep. Yeah. Especially when you include seven on sevens. You break all that stuff down. You can't go to a four. There's no reason to knock him down to a two. In my opinion, you could, you could use that interception. If that's what you're going to do and say, well, he's zero touchdowns, one interception. That's a two. Um, But if you're just grading like the performance and in a vacuum from what I heard from you guys, I think three was the right. I think it's a three. Boom. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know what else? I appreciate our friends over at Bacchus and Shanker because you get in an argument with someone about, training camp mm-hmm. and they hit you with their car or something mm-hmm. something wow terrible. an auto accident pedestrian ride share bus you gotta call our friends over at Bax and shanker where they're gonna help you win they've won over a billion with a b a billion the dollars b. for their clients they're serving denver aurora inglewood fort collins and all of colorado that's where their locations are. So make sure to check them out at Bacchus and Shanker or coloradolaw.net. And you can call them at 222-2222 to get a free consultation. They're going to work on your case for free. And you don't have to pay them until they win for you. So check them out, Bacchus and Shanker. Also, shout out to Saturday oh. Neon. Oh. We don't have any Saturday Neons in here yet. Yeah, it's the wrong read, but we I actually, appreciate yeah, he's you doing stepping his best. in. What is what, what are we talking then? We're talking a little shady rays. Oh. I think I think mine are out of order. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. What, you got the right one. What's crazy yeah, is which I was, was the exact same one. The one you sent got. in the group text. What you didn't hear is um I was gonna say shout out to Saturday Neon. Yeah. Signs oh. so bright you need sunglasses. Wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if you that, need sunglasses, there you go. Shady Rays is the place to go. Go over to our friends at Shady Impressive, Rays. Brian. Buy two for the price of one. Oh. Let me just mm-hmm. tell you that. Buy two for the price of one. And I would say you could just get two of the same pair in case you lose or break one because then you need a backup. Smart. No, you don't. Because if you lose or break your sunglasses, Shady Race will just send you that wow. same one. Even so smarter. get two different styles. And Damn. then if you lose or break one, boom. Shady Race hooks you back up. It's kind of, I don't know. There's lots of different styles of doing business. And, and one of them is like, we're looking for people to be a customer for a lifetime. Yeah. And those are usually the types of businesses I like. And that's exactly what they are, Shady yep. Rays. Like they, if they're just telling you, like you buy our shades, we'll just keep giving to you, keep giving them to you uh, after you buy them because we want you to keep wearing them. Yeah, that's my kind of company. Great so customer service. Hit up Shady Rays. Use the code DNVR for buy one get one free. All right, there's some other people besides Russell Wilson that we need to talk about before telling you about Saturday Neon. We need to tell you about some Broncos. And uh, I have a question for you guys, mm-hmm. Mike. McGlinchey, 
when he's not flinching, mm-hmm. has had a very tough time with Nick Benito. Good or bad? Mm, is that statement good or bad? The classic training yes, camp debate. it is. Uh, I obviously can't speak to this because I've only seen one of the practices. And it's going to be tough for you guys because you're never just like binoculars on Nick Benito, Mike McGlinchey, and... I am. I was going to say... <laughs> oh, yeah. On the perfect play. Oh, okay. Like, you know, the time that you're on them, they just get like a nice little battle oh, and like it's right, a swing past right, the left. Right, right. Like, it's very rare. You're like, oh, okay. Um, Benito got him because he didn't take a big enough drop step. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Right. So, that it's going to be a hard one to evaluate. I have to say, just off... I would, it would be very obvious what's happening if Nick Benito wasn't beating Mike McGlinchey. Right. So the fact that there's even a little bit of debate here is a good sign for a team that needs pass rush. Yeah. Yeah. But they also need to stop pass rush. Yeah. So you're taking the middle route? I'm going to let you guys answer. Okay, Hank, answer. You're on the hot seat. I'll say it's a good thing. I'll say it's a good thing. I mean, McGlinchey, we have questions about pass protection. And it'd be nice to just have those questions answered, but... Nick Benito, I'll, I'll take it. Like I, I, I don't think that Mike McGlinchey is going to be a top ten right tackle. I think that that would be a pretty big stretch. But him and Garibosa, they are going to be the best tackle duo in the league. I hope they're right. <laughs> and I think uh, Nick Benito taking a step, and especially because Benito is also beating other people. Like Benito's all over the place. I he's beating tight ends. He beat Bowles. He really beat up he the tight beat ends. Bowles. Uh, he, whew, he sure did. Here's oh. one thing to note: if the Broncos lined up against the defense and they went out there and it was first down and Nick Benito was lined up over Mike McGlinchey. What they should do is audible out of whatever pass play they had to and run the <laughs> ball directly that way. That's true. You know what I mean? So but that's one of the things that should keep in mind in training camp is like you're out there to install a play. You're out there mm-hmm. to run a play specifically. You're not looking at the matchup and deciding, okay, well, let's call something else until you get into that two minute, you know, move the ball type of stuff where you're trying to simulate. But like, that's what worries me about Nick Benito. And what should also excite you about Mike McGlinchey is like, he should dominate that, that matchup from a running perspective. Yes, he, he absolutely should. And Tyson just said, how did tackles do against Von Miller in camp? They did awful against them. So bad that they literally would just tell Von like, that's good, Von. You, good practice. Yeah, just yeah. sit over there for the rest. Take it off. But if you're saying that, then you're comparing Nick Benito to Von Miller. And if that's the case, and this is a great thing, yes, I'm going to be optimistic. Did you hear that? Optimistic <laughs> Zach here. Um, I'm going to say it's a good thing just because it's not one flash from Nick Benito. Yeah. He's been doing this for seven straight days now. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, Mike McGlinchey missed the first three, four days of training camp due to a death in his family. Yep. And so Monday when he was getting beat by Nick Benito – that was his first day of training camp, and he probably hadn't worked out in probably a week or something like that. And so I'm going to give him a couple of days break, but I am concerned about it. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that it, it's more encouraging because, like you said, Ryan, Randy Gregory's really good when healthy. Yep. Not counting on him being healthy. Frank Clark um, is is good. He, he's, not, he's not great anymore. But if you can have Nick Benito become that second-round pick pass rusher that you draft him to be, man, that would be uh, finding $50 in your pocket. It would. Like, like you said, Ryan, I really like that analogy. And so I'm going to say that it's a good thing right now, but it could be a disaster 
if the Broncos just paid someone $17.5 million and Nick Benito is still bad. Yes. And yes, that's yes. what's happening. Like, I still am, I still that, like the Mike McGlinchey contract, but oh my gosh, it could be bad. And let's just be honest about this. Like, as much as we don't want it to be, that is actually on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That is a real possibility here. Yeah. I trust you guys, and neither I don't think either of you think like Nick Benito is still terrible. Right. And mm-hmm. that means Mike McGlinchey is extremely terrible. Yeah. Um, and, and I trust you guys on that, but it's, it's a scary thing that it certainly bears uh keeping an eye on yeah. yeah it really does to me honestly at this point mcglinchy is just a massive question mark like like anything is possible if, if he's an all pro it's like yeah he's an athletic freak he's like six foot nine he's probably the fastest lineman on the team like obviously if things don't go well we've all seen the we've all seen what it looks like when it doesn't go well for mike mcglinchy and when that six foot nine body's flying around it doesn't look good so it's i'm, I'm curious what it's gonna look like think about this I it I don't think it's an accident that Nick Benito's had more success on Mike McGlinchey than Randy Gregory's had more success mm-hmm. on Mike McGlinchey. Nick Benito's done better against Mike McGlinchey than Randy Gregory, and I don't think that's an accident because Mike McGlinchey has issues with people who get low. Yeah, and that's what Nick yep. Benito is—a bend, a crazy bend. Some people were even saying, you know, it's not—he's not Von Miller. But when you think of Von Miller, you think of the insane bend. Mm-hmm. Nick Benito, one of his biggest strengths mm-hmm. coming out of college was that bend which is tough for a six foot nine guy to get mm-hmm. that low. He doesn't have to get low when he's going up against Randy Gregory. And Has Nick Benito yeah. changed to number 11 yet? 42. Ah, tough. It's, it's bad. It's yeah. It's, it's really bad. There's some bad numbers. Broncos have a tight end whose number is 45. <laughs> it's really, really bad. Um, Receiver number 46. No. Michael Bandy. That's really, really bad. <laughs> really bad <laughs> yeah um, nate atkins is just as much a fullback as tight end okay you That's mentioned fact, man. you mentioned maybe uh, well you hinted at number 11 because that was nick benito's number at college which you want him to switch he looks to so good in it what's the laugh there's no laugh you thought we were gonna talk about hinton kendall hinton i mean I it's hinted. a good guess right <laughs> yeah <laughs> would have been a good guess yeah. but no i'm talking about another receiver maybe for the first time today we heard sean payton say a negative thing about a player. Sean Payton, for the most part, has been very optimistic. We've heard him the past three days. Russell Wilson's fine. Yesterday, big Russell Wilson's, yeah, big whoop. Russell Wilson's <laughs> good, I think we heard in the past two days. Today, we heard Russell Wilson's do, doing, uh, it, he likes where Russell Wilson is at. And he's been saying that about everyone, just to put that in perspective. Jerry Judy yesterday said, Russell Wilson's doing great, just like he always has been. So kind of just, hear what these guys are saying but today for the first time we heard a negative thing about a player Hmm. and it was about number 11 about his two former saints receivers that are on this team little jordan humphrey and marquez callaway he said i'm expecting a little more from these guys it's like okay maybe sean's about to give these guys a kick in the ass not just them but kind of all of them maybe he's (laughs) at the point of camp where it's like okay we're kind of past the you get a few days of breaking into camp. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see if he kind of changes his tune about the way he approaches guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say a negative thing about someone on this podcast. Oh, geez. Henry, you Shit. failed in the sunscreen department today. Wow. My face. Yeah. yeah. Just the right side. 
Is so it, that's where the sun was. That's a shame. Yeah, yeah because I was, his girlfriend's out of town. She yeah, not she doesn't sunscreen on. me. Um, well, it's here's not what I was even thinking. Oh, she opens child lock pill bottles for you. So <laughs> there is, there is that. Um, but yeah, so it's I've been wearing sunglasses, but then I forgot my sunglasses yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, left them at the bar, so I had to wait to come get them from the bar. So I was like, oh, no sunglass practice. Try to even things out. Didn't work. Mm. Left my sunglasses at uh, Spirit Hound yesterday. Oh, my Told God. Jake to bring them, so didn't have them today either. Mm. And so I was like, well, it didn't work yesterday, so let's just only sunscreen the nose. It was a bad idea. Yeah. I, wow. well, no, and that wasn't the plan. Well, like not Rudolph. I, I was just going to go for like the first five minutes because I was just like walking in. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put a little on. I'll get up there. Like during stretches, I'll finish it up. I just forgot. Mm. Yeah. Tough. I was like, I'll give it like five minutes maybe. Tyson said my lady's in charge of my sunscreen. I wouldn't go that far, but Allie is the reason that I wear sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, she's always on my ass about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. The, yeah. Henry's girlfriend's out of town. Yeah. And of course, he, he forgets to wear it. And uh, when you don't... Wow. We're not going... I don't want to throw any brands under the bus, but the sticks... That stuff smells amazing. That's why I bought it. <laughs> so now that you see it, you hear, like you know the brand... Who needs a freaking stick, like to try to get into all the like, little, Correct, especially yeah. for a face where it's like you don't know where you you've chose already been. This. Wait, well, because so I saw it, I was, it just said like credit, a, or are you bashing it? Oh, it's terrible. Uh, like I just don't need a stick. It. I see because like yeah. yeah, it's too thick. Like it's not something you like rub around and like can coat everywhere. You just have to like get the stick on every part of your like. Yeah, you don't like rub in your deodorant after you put it on. You just get it in the places <laughs> no. where it needs to go. Exactly. But like with this, I feel like it's so easy just to like miss a little yeah. chunk. You Wait, need a mirror. But you miss everything. Well, I just didn't use it today. Wait, do you... What were we talking about? Sunscreen? Oh, because you forgot sunscreen? sunscreen for <laughs> because you forgot sunscreen, did you forget deodorant today? No, I didn't forget deodorant. Okay. Those are different. I don't put sunscreen on before I leave the house. That'd be weird, wouldn't it, be, I do. Zach? I do. Yeah. Damn it. You're yeah. on this side. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Allie for having uh, my back on that one. It's um, just so much easier. Like, get yeah. out of the shower, dry yeah. off, yeah. you know, like, do your hair, whatever you got to do. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, and here's this sunscreen right here. Let me just put this on my face. We yeah. should get these guys as a partner for next camp. I like how you're taking the brand off before showing it on no camera. That's respectable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like the opposite of that. Yeah. I hate this thing. Yeah. But and even <laughs> even Ryan's water bottle, we've got our logo covering it. Yep. So, I mean, you wouldn't be able to, There's only one tiny oh, it's little logo not, at the bottom. Oh, it's not the uh, popular one. No. It looks like that. It's No, it's not. I hate yeah. Actually, this is like 10 times better than that popular wow. one. Wow. Um, Allie had the popular one. And I used it for a day and I was like, this thing is trash. Why would anyone use this? And she's like, I don't know. It's like the big thing on TikTok right oh, now. Oh, it is. And then she was like, oh, some other person said this one's better. This one's legit. Like you can wow. flip it over. It's not going to spill. Like, We're going to need to tell Alexis Perry about that because she's got the other one. Oh, man. She is living in the Stone Age. <laughs> yes. yes she, that uh-huh. one has a catchy name, which I didn't pick up on for like six months. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're not saying the name. No. I don't know what it it's is anyway. It's the thing that you win in hockey. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't have cup at the end. But oh. then it is a cup. So it's the oh, we oh. had a, cup. We had a huge debate uh, one time over whether this is a cup or a water bottle. It's a water bottle. Do you think it's a cup? I think that if you put a straw in it, it really changes things. It makes things a cup? Which one? 
Huh. Wow. <laughs> He's not. I don't know what that means, but okay. um, well, Henry, because you forgot to put on sunscreen, you look like a Saturday neon sign. Thank and you. I don't you, look that bad. That makes me look red. This yeah, one makes you, me look good. You really are glowing, just like Saturday neon signs. These mm. things glow. And if you're now a proud proud cu football fan mm, because wow. of coach prime and everything he's bringing right. i did because saturday neon yep. they're cu grads yep. they're proud yep. and you probably want to rep them as you said we don't have any in here but i mean they're in like every other room in this building that we've got so if you want to rep cu or so many other colleges they have many officially licensed led neon signs denver-based cu grads you want to support a local company wow. like we always do, this is a company to go to. And they're going to give you 10% off. Use that yeah. code DNBR over at SaturdayNeon.com for free shipping or for overs over $200. They've also um, provided like CU with a bunch of sick signs to use for like recruiting Ooh. and stuff. They have a Coach Prime one, the wow. Buffs one. That is it they a have. space or does it say Prime? It says Prime. Okay, yeah. We've probably Coach hit Prime. our... I think so. We've yeah. probably hit our nonsense limit since there's things to actually talk about for the next like four months. Great debate, though. Is that a mug because it has a handle or a cup? I already brought up that debate like a second ago. Shit. I was <laughs> reading the internet. Yeah. Wait. I would think it's a water bottle. So it's between a water <laughs> bottle, a mug, or a cup. I would say a cup. To me, a water bottle is a is a handleless thing yep. um, that doesn't use a straw. Like, you drink directly from it. You don't need any other apparatus. Okay. Okay. Mug and cup is difficult. I would say a a mug wouldn't generally have a top. Generally, yeah, it could though. That's why I go cup. But maybe cup. Maybe it's like the it's 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 like an umbrella word. Yeah, you know? right. Where like it's all like, cups. Is are, a water bottle all mugs are cups, cup? but not all cups are mugs. Exactly, like squares. So the comment section says uh, from different people, it's a mug. That's a cup. It's a sippy cup. And then one, it's a freaking bad day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thoughts with you, Sergio. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, what's the thing that you here had last time we were in this studio? Remember that massive gallon thing? Yeah, that's. But a, what is it? Is it a thermos? Uh, that was a. Didn't have a straw, right? No, it was a water bottle. It's actually that's a, a water jug. Yeah, it's a jug. jug. Yeah, See, yeah, that's yeah. what a water bottle yeah, with a handle is. See, I have heard that word before. I've heard yeah. that word too. I just don't think that's. I think Tumblr mm. word ruined the word Tumblr. Yeah. The website. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it just doesn't really apply. Like, it doesn't tumble. That's what's always confusing. No, it'd probably me. be bad if it tumbled. But if it did, it, most things that you drink out of would break because they're made out of glass. Yeah. So if that falls, it's, it's going to tumble. It is a. It would beat a glass in a tumbling competition. <laughs> it would beat a glass, but it'd still spill. Yeah. Yeah, it's got a straw. Do you know how straws work right. in here? We got to move yep. on. Back on back on topic. Okay. I've got a um, meeting soon. I want to change. We've got... Uh, is this... Okay, here's how I'm going to preface this. Okay. I've got some bad news, some down news that fans oh. like. Wait. Yeah. What a twist. Yeah. Isn't that a twist? Can you guess what I'm talking about? Bad news. Fans will like it. Fans do like it. I already Someone know. Someone they don't like, like died. Mm, no. Oh, that's a good one. Part of that is true. It's someone fans like. Lived. No. <laughs> Somebody they'd like. But he was a bad guy. Someone fans <laughs> like has killed something. 
a fan? Not too far. Okay, <laughs> someone fans Who, like yep. has killed something. Has oh, killed. Sean Payton. Oh! It's has, the belly. It's the belly. Oh, yes. I was going to say Sean Payton has killed media access. <laughs> oh, you think fans like media? No, they like that he's done that. Oh, yeah. oh they like Sean Payton. Yeah. yeah. Um, not too far off. Um, but yes, it's the belly. It's the belly. It's the belly. So, Quinn Minerts, the belly, who was selling shirts years ago, promoting mm-hmm. the belly, mm-hmm. um, goes around all practice with his belly hanging out. He gets on the podium today to talk to the media, immediately pulls his jersey over his belly. I would call it sheathing the belly. Sheathing. That yes. is too advanced for me. It's like, it's what like you do a, to a sword. sword. Oh, when you, you put it back into it. its sheath. Well, that's what he did. He sheathed the belly button <laughs> and uh, then was asked by our friend Andrew Mason about the belly. Oh. And he said, and you, you, everyone knows Mace. Very nice guy. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, I'm sure Mace asked it with a mm-hmm. smile, and Quinn, oh, yeah. who can laugh, have fun, really shut this down. He even apologized at the end to Mace because he was like, shut it down so hard. He's like, can we be done with the belly? Okay, I, oh. I moved on from that. I uh, ju- I want to be known for a, as a football player that's trying to get better. Wow. I'm sorry. Straight from Sean Payton's mouth <laughs> to our ears. Yes. And it's it's been a, a back and forth. Like, it's, it's snip, snap, snip, snap, like back and forth, back and forth. Because it started with he liked the belly, then he was it just he it must have been last off season yeah, he got he rid of rookie. it. But then I talked to him at the end of the season and said like, yeah, you didn't want the belly nickname anymore. Like, what was up with that? And he's like, well, it's not that I don't want it anymore. It's just that it was like kind of overshadowing like some other things. Like all anybody talked about was the belly, and so that mm-hmm. got annoying. So I'm all right, but I guess everybody's been talking about it again, and so now he's all the way off it again. Wow. See, it's where, interesting. Where I'm at, though, Quinn, is if you don't want the belly, don't this let is it... It's like a girl going between bangs and no bangs. Who oh, are you? Oh, I thought you were... I thought wouldn't it was that a take years? Huh? You don't, to. Wouldn't the bangs have to grow out to full hair length before you could... No, you All they have to do is go to the eyelashes, aside. right? Oh. Well, oh, but, but then, like, if you're saying. going no bangs, yeah. but you can just, like... Uh, you know what? I wouldn't know. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> this new comment from Zuriel. Wow. Just <laughs> very the random. Snip snap. Because he said snip snap snip snap. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good one. I thought of the same thing. Uh, yeah, oh, I did too when it came out. I thought of it. I thought of it for children. Yeah, and if you're listening, if you're listening to this, go to the YouTube sh- and see the comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, I just put the belly away if you don't want that story. That makes him really hot. Aren't all offensive linemen really hot then? Probably, but he doesn't want to be. That's also a massive belly. Like I think it would. When this is something we disagree about. Yeah. I don't think it would be comfortable to pull that down over his stomach for an entire practice. Everyone yeah. else does it. But, he, but he's I mean, got he the biggest stomach belly. in the NFL. Okay, yeah. I'm not actually gonna fight this. Quinn can That's do whatever fair. the hell he wants with his belly, but don't call yes. him the belly anymore. He doesn't want it, but he has had it grow. <clears throat> okay, new nickname time. The dreads. <laughs> Is that, the, <laughs> is that the belly in Spanish? Just go el estomago. That's like the stomach. Let's see, yeah, I mean, that's what you call it, la barriga. What's that? That's what it is. The belly. Belly. La barriga. That's a cooler name. What about like the button? I can't like say the it, belly though. button just without the belly. The no, it's got to be something with like minor. Mm, the the miner. Yeah, Steam, I was thinking coal miner. Gold miner. 
the gold miner. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Well, what's ja- what's ja- the what's Javante? Pookie. Miracle. The miracle. Pookie. Pookie. Can we play off of that because they play very similar? The miracle on ice. <laughs> it's not something you want to be as an offensive player. Take it. Take it. Yeah, that is. You will see Mike McGlinchey on ice a couple of times this year. Oh, that no. just that just comes with him though. So I'm just saying, prepare yourself. Yeah. I think he's going. I think he's going to be a good signing. How fr- How frustrating would it be for you to say like, okay, n- I'm done with this nickname. No more nickname. I don't want that. Just to be given a new nickname immediately. <laughs> <after>. <laughs> <laughs> the dreads would really be what we I know, him. the dreads. <laughs> the hair. <laughs> or like dreaded because... Wait, why wouldn't he just oh. be the... Because he's going to dread the nickname. Why wouldn't he just be the lumberjack? He literally took down trees That's with true. his hands. That's pretty good. And, uh, and Sean Payton actually brought that up yesterday. Yeah. When asked about him. Sean Payton said, loves a good internet video. Oh. He, <laughs> oh. Huh. What? Uh, <laughs> he brought up the... the um, Lizard running from the oh, snakes. Oh, he did. Yeah, 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 he yeah. watched Quinn Miner's workout video. Yeah, like the guy did, might be yeah. a YouTube guy. It's true. What's up, John? No, That's not what I was gonna unlikely. say. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of people tuning in, we've already had a couple of comments about this. We got so many people watching live right now, yet a fraction of the likes. Hit mm-hmm. us with a thumbs up. It really does help us. Mm-hmm. It's free. It takes you no time. Henry's done it. Help us out so it doesn't look like we're the only ones liking our show right now. That would be and embarrassing. Like losers. Really helps us. Five-star review on podcasts as well. Speaking of, you guys help us out. Let's help them out. Let's hop mm-hmm. into the comment section and start with the Super Chat. Super Chat. Super Chat Let's coming go. in from our friend, Caden Garcia. That's all. That's it. Thank you, Caden Garcia. Thank you. A buck 99 for Hank's sunburn treatment. <laughs> wow. It's probably gonna cost you a little more than that. We should actually start doing that Uh, with those. You guys make up the comments whenever there's no comment. Oh, Oh. I like that. I like Mm, that. That's like, uh, never mind. I'm not gonna tell that. I'm not gonna indict myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just about to tell a story of a really illegal thing I used to do. Wow. (laughs) Should we guess? Should we guess? Um, KW7 coming in on the comments actually said Todd Davis was an absolute dub ad to the team. Welcome to DNVR Todd hashtag Super Bowl Fifty champ. I agree. He's back on Monday. Yep. Well, one one proof said, "What are you guys drinking tonight?" We have these um, new canned cocktails in the bar. They're called Rikis. Oh. Uh, they come oh. from Breckenridge Distillery. There's a tequila and lime one that is calling my name right now. Those are pretty that good. That sounds so good. Oh yeah. my god. Those gosh. are pretty good. I usually wow. don't like those canned things, but that one is actually really good. Yeah, it's really good. It's like very limey. I like can. Raise your hand. Man. Wow. It's getting <laughs> chippy. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if you actually Anyways. were muted. Bronk Euler says, hey, guys, just reposting this. You didn't get around to it. I'm really looking forward to coming down from Edmonton to visit Denver in the DNVR bar for week one this season. And I want to get your input on what you guys think the top three best places to eat in Denver while my wife and I are in town, besides the DNVR mm. bar, of course. Also, <clears throat> any word on when any tickets or info on the week one DNVR tailgate will be available. Cheers. It's funny you ask. Okay. Gotta go to Hop Alley. Illegal Pete's. Gotta hit up Illegal Pete's. Wings and burgers. I can't endorse that yet, which is sad because I ha- you said you told yeah, me to go you, there and I just still haven't made it. have a wing place? It's not even a wing place. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, called it's Wings and Burgers, food, right? but I sell Mexican food. <laughs> it's is... an incredible uh, twist and turn, like M. Night Shyamalan's restaurant or something. Um... <laughs> 
I would yeah. So you got it. Like illegal pizza is a good lunch one that you can get in. Um, and then I've been going to Spice Room recently. It's some of the best Indian food I've ever had in my life. That sounds really good. Yep. Uncle is our, is our ramen spot. Are, yeah, where Uncle's amazing. I can also endorse with a Mugu. Taqueria Familia. Yeah, I can, mm. I can endorse that one too. That one's great. You definitely have to get Mexican food when you're in Denver. So yeah, whether man. it's that, whether it's Wings and Burgers, La Loma is like the kind of more mainstream Ooh. version of all that. I like the Rio. Nessios too out in a uh, right by downtown. We gotta Great stop. Place. I'm so I hungry know. now. Yeah. This is incredible. Um, to your other question about tailgate, we have a package together. DNVR road trip homecoming. Yes. So if you're coming in for the game like you are, we've got a package with two night hotel room in downtown Denver, bus to DNVR, and a tailgate ticket. Tailgate tailgate ticket. And, a, and game a game ticket to week one Broncos Raiders. So check our social media for that. You can also go to the DNVR.com to find that. And then you can also find tailgating tickets as well. Hell yeah. And I think the tailgate is part of that. Yes, it is. Yes. It, it is part of that. And the uh, bus. And who? Not, not Jerome Bettis. Yeah. There's, there is a bus. <laughs> not a who or what. There is a bus and not a who <laughs> or a what. But the count says oh. Todd is the man. All my love and respect, love, the count. Remember, Shortest Todd's count back on Monday. Ever. Yeah, it's true. That's weird. I hope he's okay. Broncos <laughs> only says, what do you think the realistic chances are of week five game against the Jets getting flexed? My plan is to fly out to Denver after the game that night, but if it gets flexed, then my itinerary will be screwed along those lines. How, why, when is it decided? If a game will be a 205 kickoff versus a 225 kickoff. Hopefully those margins don't, if those are the margins you're dealing with, you are in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't uh, want 20 minutes is going to make or break whether or not you get to Yeah. Plan for extra time. But that's not what he's asking. He's okay, saying, good. well, this, so right now it's scheduled to be a 225 game. Broncos yep. Jets week five. Starting in week five is when games can be flexed. Mm -hmm. So week five Broncos Jets, that's the first game that can be flexed. And... Uh, even Adam Schefter is tweeting about this being a possibility with Broncos Jets. But the week five game that's a Sunday night game right now is Cowboys 49ers. Two playoff teams, but I think even more important than that is Dallas. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. it's a massive, massive brand. I typically, what, the deadline to do it is two weeks before the game? Yeah. So I think if one of them starts 0-3, they'll flex Broncos Jets. I think if they're both relevant, it's just going to be tough to flex mm -hmm. Cowboys. I, I hate so, saying it, but that's just the truth. I think if that the Broncos and Jets have a collective winning record between the two of them, uh, it'll be prime time. Mm -hmm. I hope, because this deserves to be, as Mike Tomlin said, I hope this is prime time. Yeah. Because we all want to see it. Yes. Mike and, Tomlin said that? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't How did it come to him? Uh, Peter King came to him. Well, and then he, he asked, did Sean Payton violate the code? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, wow. this, is That's before, actually good this is actually like, before Nathaniel Hackett talked. So he was probably just like, what do you think of Sean Payton's comments? And he's like, all I got to say is I hope it's prime time because I want to watch that game. That's awesome. Yeah. I think if anybody should be in charge of the coach's code, it should be Mike Tomlin. Yeah. yeah. I think he would be number one on my list. He should be president of the code. Nice. President? Uh, yeah. I would take he his has word everything. for codes. Yeah. He has Definitely everything. Definitely not Bill Belichick. 
No, he's a strange guy. Um, the only the only thing that makes me doubt it is just that uh, the Broncos play on Thursday night right after. So you go Sunday night, Thursday night. Yeah, you and actually I, probably don't want that. I can't find anything in the rules, having looked for about 45 seconds now. I'm not sure if that's allowed or not. Stop laughing. But that, that does make me wonder. What are we laughing at? I don't even see anything funny. <clears throat> the problem's only just that, so is it getting flexed or not? I mean, we don't know. Percent. Percentage? I'll give a... <laughs> I'll give it a... 51%. Wow. I'm going 25%. I'm going 19%. There we go. I like that. I almost went 26%. So there like was a 19. kid in Eddie Royal jersey today. He's saying Bassey jersey today. Whoa. That is random. That was his family. Which is yeah. weird, though, because they'd be in the tent. Hmm. Maybe they needed to stretch out a little. Maybe it's also stretch just out like in the tent. His dad went <laughs> to the same college as Zing Bassey, and he's like, oh, let's just go get his jersey for the kids something. Maybe. Yeah, Wake or it could just be an insane Bassy fan. Exactly. Why do we have to be saying it's family here? Spencer has a Riley Moss jersey already. And <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even practiced yet. That's insane. Um, Hopefully, he stays number thirty-seven. Yes. For, no, Spencer is on board with That's the change. Right. But also, he's not the only person that has it because Cooper DeGene showed up to Iowa fall camp in a Riley Moss Broncos jersey. That's wow. pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully, See, he wasn't betting. That couldn't happen before nil. <laughs> Nobody, he wasn't going to be like, hey, I'm going to spend like 160 bucks mm. or whatever to get a jersey with the name I want on it. Mm. Also, Riley could have just sent it to him. True. Well, that they, have been accepting okay. gifts, though. Nobody who's, yeah. how old is he? Is he 22? 22 year olds don't know how to use mail like that. Well, you just buy it online and put someone else's address. <laughs> Again, like if you're talking to like a 22 year old football player, and I don't mean to like categorize people, like I wasn't Definitely using mail are. at the time. But like that's. Are you using the yeah. mail now? <laughs> no. But I can figure <laughs> it out. He's talking about it. He probably think it's, it's spelled M A L E. No, I'm not. I know what that mail is. That's me. It's <laughs> you. And our battle, Luke, sending us out here says, "Woo! Very excited for Todd to join the pod. If I may call you Todd, you may certainly call me Luke. You're gonna have to leave this one again." He says, "The Davis era Broncos converted me into a fanatic of defense, which have kept me going the last wow, of the our offensive Luke woes right now." Yes. Whoa. Some questions around that. As it pertains to training camp, can we expect Simmons to be this good or Wilson to be this bad? Who is closer to the respective ceiling and floor, in your opinion? A broader question. Should defenses ever let up in practice to let the offense build momentum and confidence for a better game day result? It seems like right now, Coach is making things more challenging for us to work the kinks out. Does the opposite ever mm -hmm. happen for the defense? Cheers, Arvada Luke. Okay, so this leads me to a question I wanted to ask you guys. Have they done ones on twos yet? No, but it's about... I mean, that's what most will be after camp. But I would do that just to get something going. Okay, that's when I'm getting pretty close to the panic. Yeah. Mm, um, that is like a coach's confidence. last <laughs> card they can play. It's like when the players have a players-only meeting, you're like, oh, season's over. Yeah. Um, if the coach has to go to the ones on twos to like let them get some... Uh, completions <laughs> then i <laughs> then i'm getting worried i completely what agree a it's a great it's a great point i also completely agree with edward right who says zach and ryan noticeably no hank cool you guys are hilarious <laughs> it's you. such That's a awesome. it's like it's so good it's like an average 
compliment. Actually, it's a good compliment. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like a 10 out of 10 own of me. <laughs> it is. It is. Like, cool. Glad we're having fun, guys. Frank Clark's when they backhanded compliment. Backhanded slapped to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Frank Clark was incredible today. Mm. Matt Henningsen beat the hell out of Kyle Fuller and Henry Bird. Had, like, a pressure getting past Luke Wattenberg, too. All of those details will be on the website mm. later. So go read because there's a whole bunch of other stuff that got that happened that we didn't get to. TheDNVR.com. Yes. Yep. And... Uh, Saturday show tomorrow. Broncos have their sixth straight practice tomorrow. We're going to be going live 2.30 to break it all down. Bang. You guys thought I was dead, but I'm still here bringing you 90-minute shows. You guys thought I was fired, but I'm still here too. Let's go. We'll see you tomorrow.
Mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.